So I want to start off with uh, the newest single, Bones, which has been released. It is an absolutely amazing song, and the entire office have been playing it on volume 11. So thank you. Oh, amazing. Thank you. That's what I like to hear. They, they love it. Absolutely love oh. the song. Um, so let, tell us the story behind that song, because it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, um, I, Bones is essentially just about, you know, my current situation um, and, and about chasing a dream and having a passion. And, you know, I think a lot of people that, you know, are chasing a dream or, you know, have a passion um, can agree that, you know, it takes a lot of sacrifice and there's always a lot of hurdles, but, you know, it's something that you're going to wake up every day and, and keep working towards. And, um, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing with my career. No, absolutely. I mean, you... you, you... In my eyes, the first time I heard you was obviously you. You would know this fairly well now. Uh, my breakup anthem in two thousand seventeen, which yes, yes, of course, was played a few times. I must admit on our on our station, probably too much, but <laughs> it, it was just played constantly. We loved it so much, and uh, songs on my sleeve was such an amazing album. I want to go back to that 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 year because you were obviously blowing up at that time. That song obviously took Australia by storm. In the last three years, what's what's been going on? I mean, it's I, I would have thought there'd be more music coming up. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, I didn't expect to have such a long break. Um, it kind of killed me, to be honest. But, um, you know, sometimes these things take time and I had to, you know, spend a bit of time writing and then kind of, you know, work out how I wanted to progress as an artist. And, um, you know, maybe it took a little bit of time for the record label to to understand where I was headed, so, um, but yeah, we, we're here now, so, so this will be the first of many songs to come this year. Well, that's awesome, so is this, um, obviously a lead up for the, uh, the latest album? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's definitely something that I'm, um, working towards, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to, yeah, drop a few singles and kind of, you know, let everyone know who, who Caitlin is these days, and then, yeah, it will eventually, uh, evolve into another album. So how do you think, I mean, how have you, I guess, changed over the last three years as far as songwriting and music musically goes? Well, I mean, I think, you know, just everyone in general, you know, grows as a person mm. over the years. And, and I listen to, you know, slightly different music now and I've been through, you know, different experiences and I don't have any breakups to write about. <laughs> I don't have any enemies. Um, so, yeah, you know, and, and sometimes too you got to sit back and go, yeah, what you know? What are my values, and what do I believe in, and what do I have to say? So, and sometimes that can take a little bit of time to to work out. Well, I think that's the great thing. I mean, you've taken that that time off, which is obviously giving you time to think about what you're on to write. And obviously, as you know, being in music, the second album is always the one that we all judge us on, apparently, which is yeah, very dumb. Yeah, true. I don't know why, but we we tend to. So do you have any expectations of what this potential album could look like and how it would be, I guess, a departure from songs off On My Sleeve? Well, I think, you know, it will definitely still have my country roots, but I think it will evolve into more of a singer-songwriter, acoustic pop kind of vibe. Um, but, you know, it, it'll just... I think it'll totally just be a summary of my personality and my life. Um, you know, a little bit of a Dear Diary situation again. And... Um, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll get to hear all the tracks and, and just kind of listen to it and go, oh, yeah, cool, that's that's Caitlin. So, um, and, you know, we're, we're constantly working that out as well. Mm. So every time I write a song, it kind of points me in a new direction. And, um, yeah, so I've just got to kind of get the entire package that, that all make the most sense together. 
Well, that's that's obviously a thing, I guess, as a as you know, as a country fan and a fan of your work. I mean, I'd love you to stick on that um, "Songs on My Sleeve" lane because it was such an epic album. I, I loved it. I actually, do have it on my Spotify playlist, which is very rare for me. But <laughs> as, as far and this song will go on there. Don't worry. As far <laughs> as as far as though, I guess I don't want to say your long ter- your long time fans go. Do you worry about, I guess, the change in direction or experimentalness of it, or is it just, hey, people are going to love me for me? Yeah, I think the the amazing thing about the country fans is that they're so supportive of the artists, regardless of what they want to do. I mean, you've only got to look at Keith Urban and Taylor Mm. Swift just to see how they've evolved as artists, and, and, you know, the fans have just loved them continuously. So, you know, I feel very comfortable um, knowing that that will probably be the case, um with me but you know and there's never going to be a a drastic change you'll definitely Mm. hear songs that are just like songs on my sleeve um but they'll just be maybe new and improved well absolutely and i I think you touched upon very well then i i don't want to draw this line but i might actually the taylor swift comparisons obviously (laughs) because taylor obviously started her career in pure country and then as she's got Mm -hmm. older it's gone more towards traditional pop is that something that i guess you see yourself going more towards traditional pop or do you think you'll stay in country but more pop orientated yeah i think i'll stay in the country world but just with more pop elements Mm. i think um and you know sometimes too the the production will totally just depend on what the song is and what the song deserves and and you know whatever elements the, the song needs to um best support it i guess so uh, yeah, you, you, sometimes it'll just go song to song, but I think in general, yeah, it will still be a pop country um, record. Well, that's good to hear. I think a lot of people, obviously, have been very familiar with your work over the years. Would would love to love you to be on that that same wavelength. And I guess, do you find it hard on a personal note that I guess everyone associates you with um, that song, My Breakup Anthem, because it was a very popular. Or have you sort of, I guess, as you're growing up, you realise yes, it was a great song, but I'm gonna, I can make better songs that now yeah i think um i think all artists and creative people and people that dream big will always look at what they've done and go that was really awesome but i can do better and we're constantly going to be striving to do bigger and better things um and that's the only way you keep moving forward and growing so i mean i still love the song and i'm very very proud of what it did and and all that kind of thing but you know i'm i'm certainly looking forward um and going what else can i do how can i how can i write an even better song what is the thing, as you said, I mean, you know, that was 2017, now it's 2020. A few years, few experiences, as you said, and as far as your songwriting has gone, how's that changed over, over the last few years? Well, I've been writing with a lot more um, pop producers mm. lately, um, but, you know, I've also learned a lot more just as a musician in general. So, you know, just um, understanding, you know, different chord progressions and that kind of thing can have quite an influence in, um, in, the, in the songs you write. Um, and, you know, when you discover a record, something like Casey Musgraves, for instance, Golden Hour, I think a lot of people have, um, you know, listened to that and it's just changed their entire view on songwriting too. So, um, yeah, there's a few different influences and, um, and, and yeah, and I, I guess you just experiment and you work out what you like and that kind of becomes your songwriting style. Well, that's the thing, as you said, you've touched upon that very well, is that the songwriting process and style changes and as far as, as you said, now working with a lot more pop producers, how have you found that transition that obviously the last few years, well, years before then, probably more country-oriented, now pop-oriented? How's the, I guess, the difference in, in um, their styles go? Have you found that they're a bit different in how they um, manage? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, 
Yeah, I actually really enjoy working with someone totally different to me because you just never know what you're going to get. And if you, um, you know, if you write with another country producer, you might get a, a typical country song. But if you write with someone that you've, you know, never written with before, you might write a song that no one's ever heard before. And, and that's generally what, um, you know, the things that make history, I guess. So, um, yeah, so it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun and I get to learn a lot from those people as well. But And I can still bring my country roots um, to the table and then just be um, kind of pointed in different directions and, and just to, to open my mind and, and see what else a song can become. Well, that's the thing. As you said, I mean, uh, it's not that far, I guess, as a departure um, country and pop. I mean, they're fairly well aligned in the industry now. So that, there wouldn't be that much of a, of a, of a change, I guess. Well, that's right. The thing is the, the the lines for genres are so blurred these days that, you know, pop and country and rock and singer-songwriter and all that kind of stuff, they all kind of mash in together. So, um, And that's the beautiful thing about, about music and modern music these days is, yeah, you can kind of be a little bit of everything and, and it is quite hard to label a lot of artists these days for that reason. Well, that's the thing. I mean, in radio, I guess, we, we tend to put people in a box because just how we, we, have for, we have to format, I guess, for different stations. But, uh, but at the same time, I mean, when we see an artist that can stay in a box, they can stay in a box. I mean, you, we could put you in a top 40 sort of sound and we can put you in a country sound and I guess it wouldn't bother you which one you, you, you fit in. Yeah, that's right. And I guess that's definitely what I'm trying to achieve is to, to have my feet firmly planted on the ground in, in the country world. But I'd love to be able to take the country thing um, and, and for it to become mainstream as well. What's the thing, as far as mainstream, um, how do you feel now that, I guess, country music is a lot more mainstream? Do you feel that it's because of people like you and, I guess, the uh, Keith Urbans, the Morgan Evans, the Kelsey Ballerinis of the world, and obviously Taylor Swift, that it's made it more commercially appealing? Yeah, absolutely. And I love it. I love hearing Morgan Evans on the radio and Melanie Dye now. She's getting a lot of commercial airplay. Um, it's so good. And I think, you know, it was only a matter of time before before that happened. Um, it just seems to be, uh, you know, music um, trends, I guess, come in, in waves. I know a few years ago there was a lot of uh, acoustic singer-songwriter, independent artists were just smashing on a radio. And, and you know, now maybe it's time for um, the country market to be um to be flooding mainstream radio which would be amazing well it will be amazing because i think we have the probably this one of the biggest festivals coming up very shortly in, at tamworth so you know that definitely yes, that definitely helps are you going to tamworth this year yes i will be i'm, I'm leaving on monday and um yeah i've got a couple of different little spots there but my main show will be at uh, Moonshiners on Friday the 24th at uh, 7 o'clock and I've actually got the Toyota Starmaker winner whoever that may be uh, opening the show so it's going to be a lot of fun So do you, do you have a, an idea who you think it's going to be? Not really, no, I mean I've seen the finalists and whatnot, and you know some of them I'm familiar with, others I'm not so I'm excited to um, just to, to check them all out really and, and yeah who knows well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't want to say this in a negative term. You're now, I guess, almost an industry veteran for someone so very young still. So uh, is it one of those things that um, you're going to give guidance to the Toyota Star winners and all that, or, or are you just going to go just, you know, follow my lead sort of thing? Well, I'm just going to, um, you know, I'd love to just to see, um, you know, whatever their thing is, you know. Um, 
yeah, I'm just excited to, to hear them. And I mean, if they've, you know, want any advice or whatnot, I'm sure I can just share my experience. But, um, yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of talent. Sometimes there's, there's no, it's not necessary to, um, give them any advice. You know, the talent, talent there is already amazing. No, I, I mean, if they if they don't take your advice, I don't know what they're doing in the music industry because you've had such a, a very unique history, you know, being on The X Factor, your, your albums, and, of course, um, being on te- television with a commercial, which I have watched. That was a very funny commercial. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, believe it or not, took a lot of digging on YouTube to find. Oh, did it? Right. Yeah, that's, that might be because it's just in a local area. But Yeah. Hey, good job for finding it. <laughs> I don't. I you might have also been trying to find more info on you and just went. Oh, this is this is Caitlin on the net about cough. Yeah, that's okay, right. that's an interesting mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but going back to obviously the the thing I guess that made you that that X Factor experience. How did that? How do you think that that sort of not just helped you long term, but helped you? Yeah, helped you long term that that experience. Oh man, X Factor was an amazing platform for me to to get started on i mean you know of course i've been doing um, little festivals and pub gigs and all that kind of stuff you know i've been in the industry prior to that but um being on a national tv show it just gives you the platform to to show australia um in general not just any kind of genre in general uh who you are as a person and what you can do and and um really without any catches you know i got to just take the um the publicity and the the fan base and then i got to um just keep doing my thing from then on and and yeah take the best bits from it so it was great it was a really really great experience i got to meet a lot of amazing people work with a lot of talent and um you know made a lot of industry contacts and and yeah it, it just keeps continuing on every year well, that's the thing I, I think you've touched upon very well. Is it, it obviously gave you a lot of connections, but, you know, I don't think people understand, even if you didn't, you know, you, you didn't have to be the winner, it just gave you that platform of, you know, those automatically hundreds of thousands of brand new fans, you know, without... Yeah, that's right. They, yeah, and I didn't go on the show to win it. I just no. went, you know, went on to have a go, and, and um, yeah, that's that was the result, so I'm very happy about it. No, absolutely, and obviously, I mean, it was. It showed then maybe you know people probably didn't realize it, but it showed how much country music still meant to people that um, people still you know fell in love with with you. And as far as I guess today, you know, all the way forward now, do you think that um, X Factor, if you were to do it now, would have the same impact? Do you reckon? Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I think those TV shows have probably had their day mm. now, uh, you know, because X Factor is simply not on air. Mm. Um, and and I think you know back then it was really cool because everyone, you know, knew about country music but didn't necessarily know about it in that that light, and to know that it could be useful and and you know pop and and not it's not all hay bales and and cowboy hats. You know, it, it can be. Um, you know, country music can look a, a, a few different ways. So, um, yeah, so who knows? Because now that, you know, country music's getting um, a lot more commercial airplay, maybe it would have been better, maybe it would have been worse. You just never know. The timing is always just, um, it. you know, it happens when it's meant to happen. Well, that's the thing, as you said, timing, you know, it's right time, right moment. And as far as, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the country, country hat, really. I mean, I'm a big fan of the country hat. The hay bales, not so much. Yeah. In the banjo, they're, that, that, they're pretty easy to sit on. They are interesting to sit on, um, particularly in like really cold weather. They actually work better. In summer, they're ridiculously hot. Yeah, 
they yes. don't work yes. at all. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know why we ha have them. Well, at least we don't have. Yeah, we've got hay bales. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know where we're going with this now. Um, but uh, yeah, you are right. I mean, it's a trend. At the end of the day, that you know, X Factor, the the Australian Idol, all those sort of TV shows had their time. What do you think now, I guess, as an up-and-coming artist, there is that platform. Obviously, there's Spotify, the SoundCloud. But it's. I think music now, you probably disagree, is, is a lot more washed. There's there's millions of artists out now. So it's very hard to, 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 to make it almost. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier for artists nowadays to create music mm. and to release it into the, into the world. Because, like you say, Apple Music and Spotify gives you the opportunity to put your music on a worldwide platform for potentially the entire world to hear. Whereas mm. back in the day, you had to get a record deal. You had to walk into a studio um, with engineers and producers and, you know, print print a record, um, you know, or a CD and, and then go and, um, you know, try and get it on radio and all that kind of stuff. Whereas nowadays, a lot of people can produce songs uh, from home you know, sometimes you don't even need to um, learn an instrument. You no. can simply click and drag sample sounds and and create a track yourself. So I, I think it is getting a lot, um, maybe a lot easier for people to you know uh, create music, I guess, um, and yeah, put it out there into the world. I think yeah, you are right. I mean, it's a lot easier, but I think now because of the amount of people that are doing it, the 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 sort of I guess it's really hard now for me to, to say this, but it, there's so much of it now that you, you sort of lose that appeal of it. You know, there's not just that one artist that, you know, the, I guess the famous Justin Bieber story of someone finding you on yeah. YouTube at 2 a.m. in the morning or, you know, you going on The X Factor. It's very hard now to, to get that track out there and, and be commercially successful. That's right, and I think, too, a lot of artists maybe don't take the time to work out what's authentic about them, mm. um, and they, you know, simply just want to, um, maybe, you know, join the club without having, you know, because there are so many people, you've got to find out what's special about you and, and really make that shine, so, um, yeah, you know, the more people that are, that are doing it, the more flooded the market does get. Well, that is correct, the, 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 the market does get flooded. I also I, I have to give the labels a bit of slack I mean a little bit critiquing is that they at the moment I guess in music we have this sort of theory of artists that we want with that same sort of sound so we're only picking those artists instead of looking I guess broader on trying to find a new style of artist that's right because no one wants to take a risk no. um everyone everyone wants to play it safe and, and look at music and go well what succeeded before let's do that you know mm. whereas I I believe that the the best artists in the world are the ones that simply did not exist before them. You know, you look at Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, uh, someone like Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, um, that there simply wasn't anything like them before they, they came onto the scene. So they, they certainly didn't play it safe, and I think it pays off. Well, I was going to say yourself as well. You've got to be put in, into that list as well. Um, probably a lot more of the up-and-coming range. As far as the rest of the year, as you said, you've got um, brand-new music that are about to launch. Is there any um, dates for those yet? Well, Bones is out now, so yep. we're just going to, um, you know, uh, get that one out in the world as much as possible, and then I'll be going in to record some more um, shortly, and um, yeah, they'll be out in the, the coming months. Awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with me today, and hopefully um, we'll chat again once uh, you got some more music out. Yeah, sounds great. I'll give you a call. Cheers. Thanks for your time. No problem.